I open up the fridge and the fridge has like like the generic Sprite and then like three Colt 45s. And I'm like, what has been going on here? That, that's definitely not you. That's I've for been sure. gone for a few days and they're going to get the Billy D. Williams approved malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means. I am Billy D. Billy D, man. That's Lando. <laughs> no, Billy D was not. Was Billy D Lando? Yeah. Billy D. Williams. And he's the one who approved Colt 40. He's like Colt 45. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he did those badass commercials. He always have like a hot chick, you know, just touching his chest. And he probably made mad money though off that. At the oh time. yeah, he probably got he probably got quite a couple kids out of it that he didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it paid to drink cold forty five. Do you think Lando was the pimp of Cloud City? Like, do you think he was like? The, oh no, question. Look, look think, at the cape. The cape yeah. alone tells you that he's a pimp. Yeah, why is he wearing a cape? Is he the only other character in the f- whole thing that wears a cape other than Vader? Why don't so let me get in the Star Wars universe. It's Vader and yeah. Lando that wear capes. Pretty much. Wow. Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. This is episode 58. We're coming to you from the Stude at 258 Studios in Scranton. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I am Mark Denebaum and I uh, twenty five eight. And Lauren isn't here again. Uh, she had shit in her bag. <laughs> <laughs> she literally woke up with a bag of shit in her purse. So that's not any way to start a day. So we're just gonna let her uh, slide for this this one, and uh, uh, you know we'll take we'll take care of things. <sighs> Thank goodness. So with us we have. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's get it out of the way right here at the beginning. Bring it back. First topic. (laughs) Bring it back. Yep. Right away. You didn't say anything, man. I would have never said a word. Well, I I didn't have to say anything. I involuntarily (laughs) reacted. Did you do it? it. I didn't even hear it. We were over there going, huh. Like that, like a quick no, one? Right now? No, no, no. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> some catching myself before it. Really, <laughs> really taking deep really. breaths, eating a lemon. I'm doing like Lamaze, <laughs> like exercises over here. <laughs> so note to self, don't talk about poop or anything like that for the rest of the show. No, no bodily functions, right? No. Are you good with that? Is there yeah. anything else off limits? No, no. That's just, just body functions. Pretty cut and dry. Okay, body. cool. Yeah. All right, Continue. So we're here with almost the whole band of uh, Dustin Douglas and the Electric Gentleman. We have uh, Dustin Drevich and uh, Matt Gabriel. So how are you guys doing? Hey, what's up? We're happy to be here. Doing well. Awesome. So we've had a weird like last half hours. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> I would have wanted it any other way. Good, good. Yeah, I don't know if my anxiety is kicking into full throttle, or else I'm just really turning like on. a back rub yeah, or some yeah. water or something. <laughs> Maybe I can get you. A cold like a, 45. Cold 40, you want a cold 45? <laughs> Who's got the zigzags? <laughs> All right, what's on the site, man? Uh, let's see. This week, uh, our, our You Should Be Listening To feature uh, is uh, a bluegrass folk band, uh, Cabinet, who uh, are, have the uh, Susquehanna Breakdown uh, Festival this weekend. If you tuned in uh, last episode, you heard our... Uh, uh, talk with the uh, manager, Bill Orner. So if uh, you haven't heard that one yet, uh, give that a listen and uh, check out some of their streaming music on the site and a little bit about them. Uh, let's see. A couple uh, cool announcements from uh, Sands Bethlehem Event Center. Uh, they're getting uh, Bob Dylan on uh, July 9th. And yeah, well, you know, if uh, you still want to see him at this Dude, point. Dude, he's a great songwriter, but how do you guys feel about Dylan? 
at like, this, honestly, at this like, point, you, you, at this point, you just said it. He's a great songwriter. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. I just want to make sure, like, I wasn't alone because, like, when I was in film school, they're like, "Oh my god, Dylan's coming. We should all go." And I'm like, "I'm gonna stay home." <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I'm I, all right with that. I have never seen him, so do I want to see him? Yes. Should I do it soon? Probably. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, if if that's on your bucket list, then yeah, get it out of the way. You know, I may go. Well, well there you cool. go. Yeah. Uh, or you go to that big night. concert that has like Everybody. every rock royalty person from the last fifty years. Yes, and ticket price. I oh, saw the, the legacy prices. tour. Yeah, what's the ticket prices for that? It wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be. It's like two hundred for a day pass. So if you want to go with the one day, mm. it's crazy. But it's still like this. It's the Stones, it's the Who, Dylan, Roger Waters. Man, it's crazy. Paul McCartney. If you want to get anywhere near them, though, it's got to be at least like a grand. I oh, can't imagine. Like, In binoculars. Yeah. Yeah. That's people bring binoculars to concerts anymore. I used to remember going to see concerts as a kid, and somebody there always had a binocular. I think they're too busy on their phones anymore. No, I don't think they even watch concerts anymore. I think I they just go to, to sit there and look at their phones the entire right, time. So Dylan, so Dylan's saying. on the 9th of July. Yeah, uh, ZZ Top and uh, Government Mule are uh, playing no together kidding. on uh, September 11th. So that'd be cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. where what? was that? Uh, that's Sands at the Bethlehem? Uh, Bethlehem Center. And what's the date of that? <laughs> September 11th. Uh, September How can 11th. you forget? We're going to go to that. <laughs> Never forget. Uh, you were just told. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, there's no delusions. You were told. You will You will not forget that now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was only getting married that day. So, come on. Got to move it, I guess. Got to move it. Got to move it. It's at a hose hall. They can, they can, <laughs> they can get a different reception place. Bra, fine. VFW. Oh, they're great, aren't they? <laughs> great. Yeah, they are. Very fine. Wonderment. <laughs> okay, keep going. Uh, Gavin DeGraw and uh, Andy Grammer are going to be at the uh, the Kirby Center in Wilkes-Barre on October 6th. I'd go see Gavin DeGraw. I've, yeah. seen, I've seen him a few times. Is he good? Yeah. I thought he was real good. Yeah. Uh, this is this is one I think everybody uh, should go to, uh, the Concert for Catchmore, which uh, benefits the uh, singer behind the gray, uh, is at uh, the V Spot in Scranton. Uh, next month and uh he's he actually just came out recently that he's been battling cancer for quite a while now and it's it's in uh some later stages so he, he uh the ev everybody that uh is in his that kind of uh group is joining together to uh to do kind of a, a tribute show in which uh they're going to have uh different singers from different bands uh, you know, play their music uh, throughout the uh, throughout the night. What so day is that? Really, really that's cool. All, that's awesome. It's uh, <laughs> June 11th at uh, the V Spot in Scranton. So definitely uh, go check that out. What it's, time? What time is it? Because I just did coaches versus. I've been steeped in cancer the last couple of weeks. So <sighs> yeah, yeah. That's and that's got to be. It's it's like it's depressing, but it's uplifting at the same time because you have people who you know have have come through and. Uh, you you just did a video recently, didn't you? Uh, for the for the benefit. Yeah, I do. I do a cancer video every year. Like yeah. I, we do an honoree, and then uh, this year was Natalie DiGregorio. Last year was Phoenix Woodard. The year before that was. There's so many, man, mm. and it's just it's just one of those things where it's it's brutal. Million. You know, and one of the things I say is like, it doesn't care what color you are. It doesn't care how much money you make. Right, it will just come at you, and it and it affects everybody. I think everybody knows somebody who's who's going through that. That yeah, that was one of the hell. that was one of the things that that um, they did that was surprising. There was a coach. Um, usually, they get like a big like NCAA coach to come every year, mm. 
and <clears throat> he asked like four questions. It's like, anybody raise your hand who has cancer? Anybody raise your hand who knows a family member who has cancer? Anybody raise your hand who knows a friend who has cancer? Right. And, and and by the end, by the, like the third question, everybody's hands up in the room, and there's like five hundred people there. Mm. And then you kind of go, oh, okay, this isn't just something that's <clears throat> in the shadows. It's actually at the forefront. We need to pay attention to it. Right. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know all those guys, but I feel for them, man. That's well, they're the, the kind of band that goes out and support everybody else's shows. So I think they're going to get a huge turnout for that. I think everybody's going to come out. Well, that's why, like, I'm, pu- I'm like, what, when is it? Because I'm putting it in my calendar. Uh, it's a, uh, it's nine, uh, nine p.m. Uh, oh, it's at nine p.m. Okay, so I put it at eleven a.m. I should not show up that early. Yeah, don't show up that early. I'm overly ambitious. Yeah, good seat. <laughs> it's, uh, it's on June eleventh. All right. So, so uh, we also have uh, uh, Fuzzfest uh, is is uh, coming up uh, this summer, of course. So uh, they're going to have another original local band uh, open for everybody, which is a big deal this year because you got Weezer and Panic at the Disco and Are you shitting uh, me? Wall Nation. Wait, what day is that? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm dude, what are we at? Fifty-eight. I'm just doing. Are we at podcast fifty-eight? Yeah. Okay. Never once have I done this. This where there's two shows in a, where I'm like, oh, when is that? <laughs> All right, so when's Fuzz? Okay. Well, uh, Fuzzfest is... Um, Come on, man. June 26th. Oh, I'm not going to be in town. Oh, well, Fuck. you're missing out. Uh, June 5th uh, at Thirsty's, uh, they're going to have the uh, Battle of the Bands to decide who, who wins that. So if you're a, a local band and you're interested in uh, playing that, uh, all the directions are in the post right there. Um, so make sure that you sign up within the next week or so because uh, the uh, time is closing for that. So make God sure damn it, I just booked that. my flight. <laughs> Way to blow it. Where are you going? Iceland. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. That's awesome. That is where I'm going on my honeymoon, actually. That's oh, awesome. the, uh, cool. September 11th? Uh, <laughs> yeah, later that night? They had September 12th. You leave the day after. After we go to the wedding at the Skinner and Government Mule show. <laughs> yeah, you go to see Skinner. You know, you go to see Government Mule and Gavin DeGraw or whatever it is. And then you go, you're like hopping a flight to Iceland. No, that's fantastic. It's, oh, God damn it. Bad. Like, if you told me today. Yeah. And I didn't. Oh, man. Weezer was awesome. I saw him down at the... Well, you know, you could do this weird thing uh, that we encourage everybody to do. It's called uh, read the website. Oh. See, if you go to the website Zing and then you read day. it, you don't have to wait until till I tell you about it. Wow, somebody came with stink on their palm. <laughs> oh, no. Bruh. Whoa. We're talking about stink. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, pictures. Rich, you put up so much content. You expect me to like be there like all day. Oh yeah, I can't be there all day. Yeah, you have to. I just read the headlines. That's it. You're one of those people. <laughs> I can't read. There's not enough fucking time in the day. It's all about. I want look. Mm-hmm. If 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 I had a nine to five or somebody like paid me, I'd, I'd happily <laughs> happily had a real job where I had, I had time to actually job, waste yeah. time. <laughs> I would happily just sit there and read any PA scene, but I, I just can't. <laughs> I don't have the time. There's not enough time, man. Priorities. I need to get like alerts. That's what I'll do. I'll get alerts. There you go. Can I set up alerts for? You can. You can pick. subscribe to our I'll... RSS feed. Oh, I could. Yeah, I could. There you go. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it to be a dick. I just don't have time. Sure. I'm sorry. 
So we got photos from the Scranton Comic Con. Uh, we have uh, some some more news from the Electric City Music Conference. Uh, Patterns is going to get back together for a one-time only show. Uh, 23 more bands announced. So uh, it's going to be a packed lineup again this year at several different venues. Uh, Louis C.K. is also going to be at uh, Mohegan Sun Arena. I thought you were going to say he was at... June 8th. The oh, Electric City Music Conference. That would be amazing. <laughs> what? What the would fuck love is that. this? <laughs> would love that. That would be awesome. Uh, who booked this? <laughs> <laughs> he, he'd be questioning that the whole time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what is this again? What is, what is Electric City? <laughs> I, think, I think we're getting tickets. I think we're going to see Louis C.K. You have to. I think so. I am. Yeah. He's, he's, he's great. All right, so uh, let's go on and talk to uh, these two guys about uh, some blues rock and uh, their new album coming out. So uh, let's let's start at the beginning. How did you guys uh, get into music, man? How did you uh, how did you get started? Go ahead, man. Just broad strokes, man. Broad strokes. <laughs> uh, I mean, t- to be brutally honest, I got into playing music around in my my early twenties, actually, I moved back to the East coast after living out in the Midwest for a little bit. And my, uh, moved into a college house with my younger brother, actually in Bloomsburg university. No, that sounds <laughs> so dangerous. Trying to keep that, that, that dream alive for just a couple more years after I gradu- graduated. So are you down yeah. on Sesame street? Uh, we are on East first street, but you've been to Sesame street. Oh right? yeah, of oh, course. Okay. I've, I've, uh, have you? <laughs> I have. I, I've rocked many a jam there, as a uh, as a kid say. I saw some dude. I saw the cops come, and some dude that that I knew picked up a full fucking keg over his head like Donkey Kong, and just <laughs> boom, right in the woods. I didn't even know you were that strong. I said to him, "He's like, it's amazing what you're doing the five O's here." He's like, "I'm not." That's the, uh, the <laughs> he's not. He really wasn't. <laughs> he just picked it up and ran like fifty yards and just threw it. I was scared shitless, but I was. I was like Owen Wilson in Armageddon. You were happy that there was beer. I was. And then, so, and I, then I was be. sad that we had to go find it later. <laughs> all right. So you're, so you're in Bloomsburg. Moved back to Bloomsburg and he lived in a house with all a bunch of musicians, you know, multi-instrumentalists who, you know, spend their days and their weekends and their nights and all that stuff playing music together. So that was uh, sort of my uh, first foray into, into music. Okay. Did you play before that? Not really. You know, I was one of those guys, I, I bought a bass and... High school, took two lessons off of Hammer. Played and, with without you. And then <laughs> <up>. <laughs> you know, just uh, just that usual open E string to the third, to the fifth, you know. And then I was like, yeah, I can play bass, you know. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my God, he can. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This is, you know, do, 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 do. I'm like, boom. <laughs> where's, my, where's my first gig? <laughs> I'm ready to join. Where are the chicks? <laughs> <laughs> the the band-aids. Yeah, the band-aids. The, those those bass groupies here. Yeah, the band-aids. <laughs> so so how did you meet Dustin here? Uh I guess uh I played a lot with a guy back when he was more local called Justin Mazer. Him and I were in I don't know how many bands together we've played mm-hmm. in. And at the time, he uh Justin was playing with Dustin. Okay. And uh I guess he was looking for a fill in, I think, for a gig. I think was, so. yeah. Is that right? We were feeling so I got the call. Hey, want to fill on a bass in this gig? And so like, I need a guy who can play three chords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you the guy? 
Can you play another one? <laughs> first, <laughs> first rehearsal. Dun 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 dun. Fucking high. I hope all your songs use this baseline. <laughs> we all revolve it just around <laughs> anyway. backwards, <laughs> forwards. We apply the eighty twenty principle for that. <laughs> um. Anyways, no, we uh, no, we. I think it was uh, we were actually opening up for what was the Stardog Champion? I think. Mm-hmm. At that, whatever that club is, it's been like a million different things. Yeah, loser. Oh, Bruce loser. Brothers West yes. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. So we, uh, you know, great show. I mean, we knew the guys in Star Dog, and uh, that was a uh, beginning of uh, of us playing together, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So how about you, Dustin? I know uh, we covered this uh, a while ago, but uh, that was back when the site was was first starting that we we talked to you. Yeah. So it's been a while yeah, since you've been uh, since like you've been in the womb. Yeah, I mean, I started. Um, inside for yeah i don't know when <laughs> it was early. <laughs> but it was definitely single digits and then i just started my first band lemon jelly and then we did that for a very long time and then i did you know played with so many people locally um you know duos trios and then i joined the badleys i was in the badleys for a few years that's right and then fast forward to our first interview that was my first solo record mm-hmm. so this is Right now is where I'm at now with the electric gentleman. So this is uh this is record two then. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. It's kind of a new thing too. You know, it's kind of like with the band, so it's yeah. That's definitely a, um yeah. Are we calling <laughs> it number guys, two or number, number two. one? We can't say number two. Oh <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> way to way to avert potential disaster. Right. One point five, maybe one point five. Thank you. It's weird, man. They never had a second record. We'll just say two point oh. How about that? <laughs> two point. Yeah, two that's what. <laughs> Does not does not imply the uh, the the. I'm right back. Where are you going? I got to. I have to two point oh. Three minus one. <laughs> that's a great name. Three minus one. Three See, minus. So then oh, we're going to use that one. Yeah, three yeah. minus one. It's actually going to be the new vernacular of the band. Yo, I got to go three minus one. <laughs> it's going to catch. Yeah, we, we can't have Matt gagging <laughs> again <laughs> today. Today, this hour. <laughs> Wait. So what? So what was it like? Like. In your musical experience, like the experiences that you have, because a lot of the times, like, you, I mean, you knew, like, like, I worked in L.A. and stuff like that. And it was like this, you, you're basically like a traveling gypsy when you're going from thing to thing. And it's not so much that everything you work on is gold. A lot of the times it's about the experience that you had. Totally. What What was the experiences like for you pre-joining the Badleys? And then, like, did, did going, doing that? kind of change your perspective on things about what to do after you came off of that? Or is it? Well, yeah. I mean, I've been, I mean, I played shitty shows, man. For Everybody. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't think we're going to stop. <laughs> There's probably a few in our future, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, every show is a lesson. Every rehearsal is a lesson. So, I mean, there's a lot of lessons. Well, I watched, I watched some of the, the, the Badly stuff because I, I I used to love the Badleys, man. And I, I mean I still do. Um I think Brett's brilliant. Totally. Me too. And I watched some of the they had there was some like live thing that they that when you guys were playing were released and I was like I'm like, wow, Dustin looks like he's been with them forever. I had a blast. I had a blast. I mean I was just the guitar player for five years and that was cool because I didn't, you know, just the guitar dude. Maybe you can't. You can't just be like, uh, or, or was it? Or was it like, did, like when, like if you're gonna do a solo or something, like this is it. You can't change it. 
I mean, the shows were all, no, I had complete artistic freedom. As a guitar. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, so, I mean, so what was it? They're like, do whatever great. you got to do. And you're like, oh, okay. This is great. Yeah. Oh, they were great shows, man. The shows were always great. Always. <laughs> I still love that band. I mean, was that, was that, but I mean, going from like. Before that to that? Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to say it's like, <clears throat> oh, we're almost kissing the sun and. No, but I, I just. It's just a different experience. Totally. But I think everything's just gradual. I always said that as like, there ever going to be a time when I'm like, well, I'm here. Or is it just like. I think in retrospect, you realize it. Yeah, I think so too. When you go back, you're like, totally. oh, I did do something. Right. No doubt. <laughs> I did some shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I think everybody thinks it's like I did some like three a, minus just, two. When you're in it. Yeah, you don't realize it when you're in it, do you? It. Right. Not at all. Afterwards, yeah. you definitely do. So Ain't that how it goes <laughs> from from this from uh yeah that your uh your your last record to this record uh you know how 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 was the uh the writing and recording process uh, different or how has it evolved since then? Well, that last record I was coming out of the Badleys, which you know the songs I've said it before, like the songs are like some of the greatest you know written beautiful songs you know mm. <clears throat> so i was definitely in the songwriter sense for that last one you know okay. a little more hookier um however that's not a hundred percent me you know that's not my so this record you know back in a room with a three-piece band you know i had some i had some shit to get off my chest you know okay yeah so from wait from record one to record yeah. three minus one right right you had some shit to get <laughs> i just felt that, that you know i wanted to let loose again with three piece and what, what weren't you letting loose with before i was writing more songs you know i was on the on the couch creating songs so so this what song. i'm not a musician mm-hmm. ever mm. right like the kazoo is difficult okay so what's what's the process like for either one of you like, I mean, do you, so in this, in this incarnation of musicianship, is it, you know, you come up with a melody or he might do something cool and you're like, oh, let's go off of that. Or or do you kind of have them in your head and you're like, here's what I want you to do. Do this, do this, do this. I mean, a lot of times it's like that, but a lot of times it's not, <laughs> you know, so there's no rhyme or reason to it. I yeah. usually bring a, a riff. It was pretty, I mean, yeah, collaborative. I mean, more often than not, it started with Dustin just showing up at rehearsal mm-hmm. and just going into something that maybe he's been working on it for a week. Maybe he thought of it over lunch that day. And, uh, you know, he thought of it on the ride there on the ride there. I mean, just right there (laughs) or just right there. He plugged his guitar. It fell to the ground. He's like, Oh, that's pretty cool. That's right. Emulate (laughs) emulate that. I mean, it happens, but in either way, I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, it really started with him and then just Tommy and I just started to fill in the gaps and seeing where it went. And sometimes we would work on a song for, a month before he went into the studio or even two months. And sometimes we wrote a tune right there on the spot and recorded it in three takes. So two of the songs. Really? You probably, you pretty much got both ends of the spectrum and everything in between. Two of the songs on the record were done like during level check. Really? There was like 10 tunes on the record. And then now there's 12. What's, what's that like in the room? Cause that's like catch. That's like lightning in a bottle to me. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> you feel pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, so what? You do the music and then you figure out the lyrics yeah. after. Or? Yeah, I mean, I write all the lyrics, so, um, you know, usually after everything's done. That's so so okay. 
So you guys aren't figuring shit out in the recording studio. Mm-mm. We're a band that doesn't really like to do that. Except those two songs. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, as far as like figuring, like we're very rehearsed before we go in and we're, cause we're a live band, you know, we're like a band that plays. Is it hard? Is it hard to capture that? Cause I remember, <clears throat> Rich, do you remember Underground Saints and Ben Blue? Yeah. You knew like we were buddies yeah. with them, right? Of, of course. Still, But like, I'd have, I'd have Flynn call me up going like, what do you think about the new record? And this was like before the underground saints album it was like the latest ben blue album sure and i said pat i don't know what it is i'm like but it does it just doesn't capture like you guys playing it's a hard thing to do but i think that's why we went about it this way like you know we recorded it ourselves in a well i mean what what did brett did broken machines right and that was the one where i was like that's it Right. Because Pat's like, what do you, th-? I'm like, you finally, I don't know what it is, man. It's just, it just sounds epic as watching everybody to, around here play. It has to work. You know, it's. Well, the, the, uh, you know, I, I think having seen you guys, uh, you know, live a few times, uh, you know, really an essential part is that, that, you know, the live, the soloing, the jamming, the kind of, you know, feel the energy and stuff like that. And that's so hard to capture on a record, you know? So how, how did you. Uh, how did you meet halfway there and, and try to put some of that into, uh, you know, the recorded versions? Well, we actually recorded it live. Okay. So that was, so that helps. <laughs> that, that helps. Yeah. Did all, you record a tape or did you go digital? No, we went digital, but all of the, um, all of the basic tracks, drums, guitars, and, and bass. Like all you guys had a click and just kept going or a cl- what's a click? You didn't use a click? Mm-hmm. Oh man! Oh really? We're re- yeah. well, he said we wanted that live feel yeah, what and all the about? dynamic that goes along with that. Wow. The hardest part was actually trying. I'm not to- trying to denigrate them. <laughs> I was just wondering. I'm like, because what if you want to do punch ins or no such thing? Yeah. Well, did anybody did did Tommy have it? Mm-mm. Why? So you guys never not one click. Not no, not on this. One. Really? No. That's awesome. I think that's where the the blues part well, listen comes to it first. <laughs> would you, yeah. you, you say? I said listen to it first before you said that, but appreciate. It. I mean, yeah, if you're it's one like, of those guys who gets his rocks off with tempo, then no, 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 no. no. I'm not Ginger but, uh, Baker. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's we wanted it that way, and some of my favorite records were done that way, man. You know, I'm just surprised that nobody. So, if you guys wanted to punch in, like, what would you? I don't understand. Like if you want to do like an old, you fuck with me, <laughs> killing oh, me. Man, we, did, we did. We didn't do punches. We we did a take. We did it until it was the perfect take or perfect. And you just ran right through. You didn't. You're not like fuck it. Let's no. go back and redo the drums. No, no, no. no. Really? There's none of that. On That's there. awesome. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. being a we're, dick. We're I'm just saying. I mean, it's something that's not. We didn't reinvent. We you know, but we just wanted it that way. You know. But I mean, we have like a lot of like, I'm assuming, right? We have younger listeners than us. Yeah. Because we're, you know, we're almost, we're almost Brad Pitt age. <laughs> I see what you did there. Like that. <laughs> uh, but a lot of, but you know, like we, we, we see a lot of them and there's like no, like, you know, we talk about it sometimes where it's like nobody, nobody learns how to play the guitar anymore. Like nobody learns how to play the bass. Nobody learns how to play the drums. Like, well, they, they think it's all made in a computer. That's not true though, because I mean, I, I work. You know, at a, at a music store too, and there's still people learning. Man, there's still kids coming in, buying distortion pedals and stuff. That gives me hope. It's cool. Yeah, it does. It does give you hope. I'm just, I'm just like, I, I'm just like disappointed in where music is right now. Maybe that's just me. 
You're just not finding the good stuff. <laughs> when did, is your album out? It's going to be out on the 27th of See, May. I would have bought it right here, right now. Well, I, what, well hold on. What do you is it on iTunes? It's not out yet. The first one I know, is. I can pre-order. <laughs> the first one's out. You could buy the first one. I'll do it right now. Thanks. <laughs> Keep asking shit. <laughs> oh, now I can come in. <laughs> so, I've had a tough fucking couple of weeks, man. I just got to ask some questions. <laughs> even though nobody thinks they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Well, you know, it, it, it. I think touching on what you were saying a little bit, uh, you know, there's there's not uh, a ton of of you know pure rock, you know, like there it's it's out there, uh, but I think in the mainstream there's such a focus on, like you said, like the the you know studio pressing buttons kind of stuff that there's not enough of that kind of or, organic rock, and I think we talked about this when the first uh, when you, you were putting the first record out on how you're you're trying to kind of bring that back a little bit and that that you know classic uh you know uh a blues rock kind of feel uh with a little more emotion a little more you know uh live energy things like that so uh you know how have your shows been in the past you know uh year and a half or so since we talked to you shows have been great um more and more people are coming which is a great thing um black skies and starlight yes sir and the us as a band hmm. you know we're we're getting yeah it's great are you getting uh getting tighter in terms of uh you know being able to read each other and all that kind of thing yeah and us being a loose band like that i think that would agree you know it definitely helps i mean to be honest that's been one of the biggest learning curves you know being in this band and playing with dustin that i've had to travel is i mean he plays and where he goes he's going yeah. And you know, there's no church signal whether we're going this way or that way. You just have to be intuitive and be listening and in the moment there and not just rocking out and going through the motions. It's there, there there's a whole other skill set in art from art form there that I really never I guess really dialed in that much or or had to. Mm. So So you're obviously enjoying it then being able to 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 learn and grow with that. I love it. I, I, I mean, I, I get immense musical satisfaction playing with Dustin and Tommy. Uh, a lot of people always try to ask me, like, who are your, who are your idols? Who are your influences on bass and that? Mm. And of course, I mean, I, I love all the great guys and I, you know, I sit down and I try to study them. But I mean, my biggest influences have just been the people that I've played with. Mm. Ironically, drummers and guitar players. Sure. And I mean, starting back when I first started playing to up and now playing in this band, it's something new every day. Are you classical project too? Yeah, man. <laughs> I've been working on that my whole life. Really? No. What is it? I don't have a classical project. This is Dustin Douglas and Charles Prater. That's not you? <laughs> no. Yeah. Dude, man. somebody's stealing your shit. Me and well, oh, somebody's like stealing your name. name. No. Oh my God. He's like, I've been working on my whole life and I'm looking at like C-H- Coral and D. <laughs> <laughs> Me and C parades. <laughs> Skirzo number no two in B flat minor. I'm like, this doesn't sound like Dustin at all. I don't even know Dustin what writes nothing in B flat. I don't, so. even, know <laughs> what he, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I swear to God, it's not. This, I, I'm curious. Just to, did you I buy know. it accidentally? No, I didn't. I just wanted to make sure. There's, it's literally the 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 front cover is a guy a shirt a an overweight shirtless man at the beach with his arms raised looking up to Jesus. Give me time. 
All right, well, at least I got Black Skies in Starlight. Yeah, Classical project, man. If you weren't, thanks for stopping me on that one. I would appreciate that the support <laughs> when they got their five cent check in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did a mistake again. To the every top, song baby. on every song on this not Dustin album is two minutes, and there's one that's ten and a half. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's awesome. That's actually just the total album time. That's, That's just yeah. the total <laughs> for nine ninety nine ten minutes. Um, I used to watch you play down at um, what was it? It was like it was like River Street, but it wasn't. It was um, at the it was Ale like the Bruce House? Brothers. The yeah, 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 the Ale Ale House. House. Yeah. What was that on Tuesday nights? Monday nights. That was when I, I just quit drinking. That was a bad time to quit drinking. It was awesome. <laughs> they just were, watching all you guys play was awesome. They were some of the, I mean, anybody that was involved in those shows can say that that was some of the best music just off the cuff. Oh, that's zero was, game plan, zero. It was rehearsal. awesome. And that is the only thing that makes you better at your craft is by diving in and just, you know, then that's what I was going to say, bitch. Like, we, you know, we're a band that listens to each other. If we don't, you know, if, uh, you know, if we can't see each other's, <laughs> see each other or hear each other, you know, we're f- strictly a band that goes off of emotion. How long does that take to like get just dial in with there? Do you have to find the right people? Yeah, I think it could probably take two seconds if you find the right dudes. And you guys just clicked? It's cool. It's one less thing to worry about. It actually didn't happen until we started playing three piece. Right. You know, we, right. we this project coming out of his last album, they the were, last album. We thought, okay, this is a four person band, and that's how we're gonna move forward with it. And if we lose a guy, then we gotta pick a new guy up. Yeah. And uh out of necessity, we just started playing with three people as the and then when we probably got more compliments that way and better feedback, hmm. saying, Hey man, you guys you guys fill up a lot of space for just a three piece, so yeah. So we started thinking, hey, power trio. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is something I did forever with Lemon Jelly. So I, I remember, yeah. So I was burned out on the power trio. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so then I had another guitar player. Is that a good thing? I mean, you have to take on like, you have to take on like three times the responsibility, don't you? Because you're again, singing. But then again, like that, when it when you don't have it and you're away from it for a while, and I was like, you know what though. That's how I play. I fill the space, you know. I just that's what I do. Three, <laughs> three people, man. <laughs> so over there, he's like, I drink and I know things. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do. That's what I do. Well, I, I'm sure a lot of people, uh, you know, remember, uh, you know, lemon jelly uh, uh, fondly. So, how do you think you've uh, uh, grown or developed or you know changed your style in, in terms of uh, you know your your uh, writing or performing since then. Um, ironically, I think people that really liked that band will really, really like this band because mm-hmm. it's you know it's uh, it's a you know older version. Do you think it's two point It's two point minus one point times one point <laughs> I don't know it. I don't. Is pretty it, sure it's still one point oh. 
I should not know. I'm so mad at Wait, you went so far and you I didn't even gone. know? I was hoping that he was listening. You went, you, you went off the deep end there, Dustin, and I got to reel you back in. Sorry, everybody. So I think this band is like a real 360. <laughs> <laughs> we just end up back at zero. Right back to the starting point. Yeah. So 1.0 went back to 1.0, <laughs> which is good. No, I've seen... I've seen and I mean this as a total connoisseur of music, not as a critic of music. I mean, I've I've seen you seen you play a whole bunch of times just through editing, right? <laughs> when you played here, um, but every time I've seen you, I was like, I, the first time I saw you play, I looked at Lee Schaefer and I went, "Holy shit, Stevie Ray Vaughan just got reincarnated as Dustin." Well, that's <laughs> heavy, man. That's well, thank you. But it was just one of those things where I'm like, "Holy fuck." Like this dude just goes out there and I don't even, I don't even know. Like I actually, you're one of the first musicians that I've physically seen besides like Pat Flynn when he was, when he doesn't remember playing. Right. <laughs> That's my boy. What up? Uh? Yeah. Pat, Pat last night, what you played something that was just amazing. And he goes, where did we play last night? <laughs> Pat is an amazing guitar player. <laughs> I love Pat Flynn. But he could just do things with a guitar and then. And I mean, you're, you guys are totally not, I don't want to compare you guys because I think it's apples and oranges, but seeing either one of you play at different times is just one of those oh, inspiring you. things. You can't compare any musician. Well, you can't. You know what I mean? You can't compare two guitar players. Well, I say it, about the, I say it about the Oscars when they're like, oh, Matthew McConaughey. I'm like, look, if there was five people that played the role Matthew McConaughey played and, and he won, I get it. Right. But how can you compare five different musicians who have five different styles and five ah, different... Just coming from five different places. Yeah. Everybody's heartbeats a different rhythm, man. Yeah. Yeah, let's give that an award. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. We got it. Yeah. Why? Who gives a shit? Well, I might have just pissed off the entire Electric City Music Conference. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won one last year, so we're cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, but I want to say, like, you know, I haven't I haven't seen you guys in the new incarnation, and I'd love to see it. Yeah, man. Well, uh, May 27th, the day the record comes out, we're doing a- We get jazz? Jazz. It's going to be awesome. Is that a Friday? Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Put May it 27th? In. Put it in. Dude, we just gave- My it calendar's like, filling up, man. It's crazy. In an hour's time. May right? 27th at 7 p.m.? 8 p.m.? 9 p.m. I was totally close. <laughs> do you have anybody open it up for you guys yes my brother's band which are called Half Dollar which are an awesome band now what kind of music are they I'm not sure if I've heard them before I'm out go ahead they? <laughs> they're, um, it's your brother's band man <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like they're 1.0 times 4.0 minus 3.5.0 minus point we're not, not going to answer anything in the form of a math <laughs> math equation for the rest of the can we do a common uh, core podcast. example of what <laughs> divided by poop if the train leaves at 3 p.m no they're uh they're like a bluesy sublime okay oh that should be interesting with like well yeah it's really cool really actually cool. yeah that would be a very spot on i think uh, well thank you very spot on thank you yes. i know we're gonna get to it later but how much are tickets so i can put it in my notes on they're my calendar dollars i can afford that yes very affordable it is well, now you guys are making me second guess them. <laughs> Should we could have charged eight more. Minus one plus. 
you ever have that? Know. Who book? Do you book? Do you book all your gigs? It depends. But like, you have done it in the past. Oh God, right? yeah. Do you ever have like the the club owner or whatever say like what, how much and you're like you know X and they're like oh that's easy and you're like fuck yes it's happened to all of us we could have doubled it what do you mean it's not even a question <laughs> it's happened to every single one of us hey do you want to go May twenty seventh with me yeah, oh sure. X Men comes out that day maybe yeah, can, maybe we can go see X Men on the night before I was gonna say I can I can I can even wait for that because I'm not I'm not sure don't be I'm that thinking. guy after after Civil War I don't I don't think I don't think X Men's gonna beat it. Yeah. Or you couldn't come I'm down to Booksbury and yeah. check out the movie at the beautiful WB14. That's true. Yeah. You know, we can actually maybe do like a combo package that day. Right. There or, you go. Yeah. If they go to that movie, we put them on the list. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to Johnny Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you play a burger, you get a movie. <laughs> <laughs> D- Dust, Dustin Apocalypse and the Electric <laughs> X-Men. Oh, wow. Your Halloween crazy. show. Halloween show. Let's just let's just worry about next. Show. So when so when so when did you um either one of you when when did you guys realize like I know you got bit by the bug but when when was the moment where you're like this is what I want to do you know like if I could if I could live a life of you know just creating music and you know really enjoying what I do when was do you remember like ten years ago five years ago still not there. I mean, my st- I have a crazy cool story. Like, I want to hear a crazy cool story. We went to my parents took me to see my first concert, which was Aerosmith and Jackal at Montage, <gasps> the original Montage. This is in the nineties, right? Yeah, it had to be. I saw Van Halen there, in and it was like super oversold. It was like crushing with people, and my dad put me up on the shoulders because I was like freaking out. And he's like, "Dude, there's only one place to be here," and he was like, "Up there," and I was like. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You know what? That's a good idea. I think I'm going to devote my entire life to doing, trying to get up there. But that's my story. I don't know, man. Every morning I wake up, I, I think it. There's way worse things to be doing. I love playing music. And uh, I love putting out records and playing shows. And If you di- if you didn't do this, what do you think I've, you'd be doing? I have no idea. There's I no second even, passion? I can't even imagine. I... No, I probably do need something else. <laughs> like the I full? need like a hobby or something. I just, I just, I just, there's this guy on Facebook that, you know who Corey Wolf is? He's, he's here. He does like music marketing and yeah, management and stuff so. like that. Yeah, yeah. He said to me, he, he turned me onto this guy and I sent it to you, Reg, Gary Vanderjunk. Yep. He goes, um, he's, he's like this business, like motivational speaker, but he's not like this Tony Robbins thing. Like he, he just tells it straight. Sure. And he's like, if you, there was this one, he goes, if you love basketball, right. And you want to be involved in basketball, who the fuck says that you can't be involved in basketball. You might not be able to be like the John Sally or the Michael Jordan. He's like, but you could probably be, be a coach. You could probably do something in that field and you're not going to bring home hundred million dollars. He's like, but if you can make a living doing what you want to do and being involved in it like is that not a victory totally and you realize that as you get older and older and older and older i mean when you're young were you like up there well i'm I'm still gonna (laughs) yeah but now but but now it's like now it's like a little bit more yeah oh you have to do business too yeah yeah (laughs) that's all you gotta do (laughs) how much how much time how much time does business take up besides creating music is that like a pain in the ass or I mean, right now it's a sort of a unique situation with the with the album release. Yeah, this, this guy's probably doing eighty percent of it, 
And I mean, he's just, I, I work the, the day lot. after will be a great day. Yeah. <laughs> I put it, I mean, mostly for him. Like he'd say he does most of it. I put my heart. I mean, I just don't like losing. Oh, re- that's a great philosophy. I just, yeah. I mean, I played sports when I was younger and stuff. So what'd you play? Uh, basketball, baseball. Were you really? Do you yeah. have a good jump shot? I love basketball more than I mean, I wish I could play more basketball. I'm we're I, I just brought I just it up stopped, yesterday. I stopped growing and that doesn't mean you can't hit the top of the key, man. Started buying cowboy boots <laughs> instead of snakes. I used to play I dude, I used to play I used to play pickup games of basketball after work and steel toe shoes, man. Dude, you could do whatever I love you can do. Shooting baskets, man. I'm thinking about putting a hoop in here. Well, I'm gonna play that. We'll play basketball. All right. You can come up and record. It's my, it's my cheap pitch. <laughs> yeah, come on, record. And I'm like, I hate. I have, play basketball. I have a hoop, <sighs> or as Ted Cruz puts it, I have a ring. <laughs> <laughs> you might have. Uh... That could be only one. <laughs> <laughs> to rule them all. One ring. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, Bishop O'Reilly. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, O'Reilly. Oh, right. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> did you did you do sports or anything? Uh, yeah, I played. Uh, I was, I think, uh, varsity soccer all four years in high school. Oh, my God. I played like Kevin in- Smith would say, that's like an endurance test, yeah, playing I, soccer. I played Keystone State Games two years. I went over to Europe and played for a little bit. I, I was Did you go to Europe because? Well, I, I was 17 and I had the opportunity to play in Amsterdam, so... You can read, read in between the lines there. Yeah, you didn't even catch the flight. You swam across the Atlantic. <laughs> what was that like traveling, playing soccer? It was really cool, man. It was just you know again, uh, you know, nothing that defined me, but it was just a great opportunity and a great experience. And maybe you got to travel the world, man. That's pretty cool. Well, That's kicking balls. Not the, I want to say the world. We were, we're going to at two, least Amsterdam, two Western Europe. Yeah, we went to Germany to train, and then to Amsterdam, well, the Netherlands to. Uh, how long were you in Germany? Uh, about a week. Did you do the typical tourist thing? Oh, yeah. So first time I ever ordered- Where was the atrocities? <laughs> <laughs> there, 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 yeah, there was certainly a debau- uh, debauchery going on, but uh, I'll never forget- I uh, heard that's a wonderful country. It, it's fantastic. And uh, I'll never forget the first night, we're on our own. We slip away from the chaperones and all that stuff. Cause you're like, look, a squirrel. And then you just, <laughs> <slip> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, there was a whole lab of land that we really wasn't it's a even German necessary. squirrel. Yeah. It's got a weird mustache. Let's go that <laughs> way. <laughs> so we, uh, we, uh, we sneak out of the hotel. And of course, of all places, we go to a Chinese restaurant in Germany. Cause, cause yeah. why not? Why not? Yeah. Of course. And, uh, that looks know. familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. General it's like, house. Yeah. I don't think I'll feel as awkward in there cause it's familiar. <laughs> So uh no we uh we got we, we got schnitzel that was, was like one of my first times ever getting drunk. Oh in Germany? Yeah, yeah. What's the, the drinking age there? They don't have one. Uh it's 14 but they have the same. Is it fucking 14? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Unless I was lied to but yeah. It's patented. They've been known to lie. <laughs> what the Germans? No. Go yeah. <laughs> visit. It's fine. They'll serve you anytime. That's cool. <laughs> Oh boy! As long as you get Chinese food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got Chinese food, and then and I got that, that got that got hurled right back off as soon as oh. we stepped outside of the restaurant. Yeah, we were drinking in the Chinese food. Oh restaurant. yeah, that's that. That was my like our you know like a sort of first big getaway to go go have some the chaperones. Would they have lost their minds? Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> so how long? So that was that. So I'm assuming that was your first hangover. That was that was my first hangover in Germany. Have, in in Germany, Germany, having to play a soccer game the next morning at like nine thirty. Oh, it was brutal. Were you dragging ass? We got our we got our asses kicked. 
Because you were... Because I was hungover. Because you're an alcoholic. Uh, I'm in love with the red. Well, I didn't know at the time, but yeah. Did they at least did they at least have the orange slices so you can like kind of hydrate? No, they didn't. They didn't. The, really? No, the, the, it, it was an interesting tournament, but the the fruit selection was not what it is here in the states. Though I will say that. What do they have? What's the what's the German fruits? I I don't know. They just no oranges. That's all. They don't have oranges in Germany. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they do. It's just not part of the soccer culture. They gave you all like bananas and, <laughs> and Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't eat Chinese for probably a good year after that. Actually, really? That oh was, man, that teaches getting a good drunk on. That, that, that was yeah. That spoiled it for me for a good year too. And you traveled international, did you? Um, well, I'm maybe on vacation. <laughs> Oh, I thought you went. I thought the Badleys played outside of here, like of out the of the US? states. Yeah, oh, out, out of the states. No, where, not where, with not when I was in the band. I, I think they did like China and stuff, though. Where was the best place that you played with them? <clears throat> like one of those ones where it's like, man, well, we that's a good. That was a good experience. Um, I mean, clearly it would probably be the biggest, you know, but uh, like, not necessarily. Not necessarily, but I mean. We did a bunch of dates with Bob Seger at a <gasps> like Bryce Jordan and Mohegan Sun, Connecticut, and stuff like that. So, did you get to hang with Seger? Uh, no, he was always sleeping. Are you serious? There were signs on the door that said, Quiet Bob is sleeping. Sleepy Seger. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Seger just slept? I got one. I got a sign. <laughs> Wait, you stole the Quiet Bob is sleeping sign? No. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? There's definitely not one hanging up in your living room. Is he still putting on a good show? Yeah, crushes it. Really? Crushes it. Get out of here. Crushes it. Those songs are awesome. I don't think... Has There's he ever so written a bad songs. song? No, it's like the whole set. You're like... Whoa. Oh. Oh, that one too? Yeah, and he crushes it. It's good. Did you ever Did you ever go out in the front just to, oh, yeah. just to experience that? Oh, yeah. From the crowd point of view? He sounds great. Sounds oh, great. man. I miss Seeger. That's some... That's some rock, man. That's some rock. Oh, roll. he kicks ass. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's good. What's the worst place you played? Ever in my life? Ever. Like, what's... Okay, let's go from you to you. What's the worst... <sighs> I'm not going to... Playing I'm not story. I'm not going to drop any names. No, no, no. Like, let's lose names. Let's do specific places, but we can talk about specific things. Mm. I don't want to be like 25-8. It was awful. <laughs> 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 they had warm mayonnaise on the floor. It was weird. It was. Do you have one? Uh, yeah. Trying Mine was better. early in my career. It was yeah, like it could be like from ten years ago. I just remember one that sticks out in my mind was Lemon Jelly would play uh, the the place in the back of Roller King. Oh, what was the, the name of that? The that dug, was the dugout, right? Was it? Mm -mm, I think it was mm -mm. the dugout. Maybe I don't know. But you know, we played there. You know, pretty often, I guess, and. <laughs> it was a steady gig, right? No, no, it was every couple of months. But like, as it, you know, as they all do, increasingly got worse. I remember, <laughs> when I, I remember the last one I booked. It was very empty, and some kid gingerly, you know, wheels himself in on his in his wheelchair and flips us off. Wait, what? <laughs> and wheeled his way out. So, <laughs> so, he, so somebody who's in a wheelchair. Flipped us off and left. Like he kind of just the wheelchair version of Mosey. It was crazy. He moseyed in. That was that was. I mean, did he give you like a good like yes. five seconder and then spin around real slow? Bounced out. You got. 
Did you see him at all after? No, man. I didn't see anybody there after. That was it. I mean, was it one of those things where it's like, I'm kind of all right with that. It's so absurd that I'm kind of all right with oh, that. Oh, at the time, I probably took it real hard. Did you? <laughs> oh, you probably locked yourself in your room for three days yeah, and had- you know, just dressed yourself in various articles yeah. of black clothing. Why didn't Professor X like me? I just like, well, yeah, why doesn't anybody like me? Why doesn't anybody like my band? Oh, in front of the mirror, just the <laughs> insulting yourself. Look at you. Look at you. You sound like horrible. pictures of Paralympians trying horrible. to wonder how to win them over. Like, <laughs> can't play guitar. Can't play guitar. But back then, would you really get down on yourself like that? Uh, oh, we still do. Yeah, really? <laughs> still do. Yeah, man. <clears throat> like if you have a room full of 100 people and, and one guy in a wheelchair comes in and flips you off, is that the one you focus on? Now? I would give it to shits. But back then, uh, did that really bother you? Oh, you definitely would focus on the things, but that's what makes you better. You know what, what I mean? was what was the what was the point where you were like, you know what? I'm instead of being reactive, I'm going to be proactive about this and realize that that's a very small vocal minority. I'm still working on it. Really? <laughs> Not that moment. Not that moment. So. You're still in therapy for that one moment. No, no. <laughs> just not that moment. No, but you just. I just have dreams of, of screeching. I hear like these un ungreased wheels rolling towards oh, me. It's crazy. It was a crazy. Night. You just turned into like rickety crickets now. And I was young. I wasn't. I was young. Was this all? Was this with lemon jelly? Yeah, I was like so did, 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 seventeen did, like, or something. Did like everyone look around and be like, "Did that just fucking happen?" There was nobody there? <laughs> no, I mean in your band. Oh, us. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, it was probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great rock and roll moment, man. <laughs> I mean, I played some bad ones, man. Yeah, but just to have that one dude. That's the only I mean, I'm sure there was probably way worse gigs. But that one was the one that came to your mind. You may still need to talk to your therapist about that one. That was the first one. I got other things to talk about. (laughs) What was yours? This explains so many things, Dustin. (laughs) Well, I didn't know you played soccer. The pieces are falling into place I didn't know you played soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So. What else can we learn? We're going to check out this jump shot later on, okay? (laughs) I don't believe it. I want to see you eat Chinese. Oh, oh I love it now, man. Shit. Even date an Asian girl between them now. So. I want to see you eat Chinese. So what was what's what's your? Oh, man, I've had a, I've had a frontal lobe mem- memory. I mean, I've had a lot of bad gigs. I mean, I've had you know people puke on the stage. On oh, that audience been, members? No, that must have been like real bad for you, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Did as you a side note, this is this by, this was by no means the worst gig because it actually was a great gig. But I was playing in a band at the time called Miz with Mike Miz. Yeah, and uh, we uh, we were playing World Cafe Live, the upstairs part, down right. in Philly. Great show. I think it was actually even close to sold out. And uh, you know, we had a great lineup of the band. I remember uh, Johnny Kimop was on drums with us that uh, that show, and I remember him just really. Being in the moment, we were playing a you know jam, really grooving. People are dancing, and then someone just like rips ass on stage. Like one one of one of my one fellow of one, one of my fellow performers on st- in stage. Just I think it was Justin Mazur actually. It, was, it definitely was. Yeah, so was he, he did a <laughs> oh oh that kid for him being like a warm one for that kid being a smaller size dude. Man, he just produces some of the most phallist. I Horrible thing. Anyways, I actually so, all like, you see is him on the one side. I'm like in the drum kit, and everything has moved now. I'm like I'm like at a plateau of my musical like you know enjoyment here. You know, and you're like, tall. He rises. Great, play, play, yeah, yeah, playing with great guys, just really feeling it. 
And I actually start gagging so badly, I'm having to take a knee on stage. <laughs> Quit playing. I know, I'll never forget. We, we, we're covering we we're covering a Paul Simon song, Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes. Yep. We actually recorded it here. Yep. I remember back in the day. And I'm just doing that great groove at an F. I'm just like, da, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. And then all here's. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually take a knee. I look over at Johnny Kimmel, who's like this like super pro dude, you know, he's doing doing great things now and crushing it. You know, he just got he was playing with Mike Gordon and he's looking over me like, what the fuck, Dane? <laughs> Wait, you're going, <laughs> Oh, I, I was in full full chaos mode. <laughs> in his defense, one of the first shows we played together, we did it like college misericordia, and we were still fresh. You know, we didn't really oh, yeah, yeah. we didn't know anything about so I also have this nervous gag thing that I do. I cough and I gag. And I didn't know of his condition. I mean, his is a whole different catalyst. Yeah, mine's yeah. just like a nerves thing. So I started, you know, doing my thing backstage. And I hear like, I'm like, what the fuck is that, dude? And like Matt's like running the other way. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, I'm thinking about happy. Happy yeah. spots now, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I know. I knew we were gonna end up getting there, but okay. Your worst. Your All worst right, gig. worst gig in that same band uh, playing in Miz. We hit the road. We're gonna do a. I think it was like a three week run. Okay. All through the mid uh, mid Atlantic and then down to the south and then back up. So we're all psyched. And we're in the van. We get the trailer packed. First gig is in alexandria virginia right okay i think that's where dave matthews is from and all that stuff i can't concur i have no i i don't i wouldn't know myself someone said it in the in the van i think you might be right but i don't know <laughs> we're gonna go with 50 sure on that sure yeah anyway so we got this first gig lined up we're all psyched and everything and it turns out to be uh a sushi bar now what huh? like a very small sushi bar the size of this room very no small and, you know, we, we did the gig advance and we were there. they just said, oh, yeah, we got a sound system and a stage, you know, and we're like, cool, this is going to be a cool club. We get in there. It's like walking into like uh, like Katana or Miracoya to, 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 to play a gig. You're just like, oh, man, it's a rock hippie band Americana outfit. This is sort of, uh, right. and I mean. And you guys are ordering Unagi. <laughs> I mean, like, well, you know how it goes. Like, you know, any, any gig you walk into, any any event, you know, there's a lot of different variables that can go bad or good. You know, yeah. go awry or go well, or you can break even on. I don't care what anybody says. No two shows are the same. Right, exactly. So you know, you know all these different variables. Do we make money? Do we put on a good show? Where are there a lot of people there? Do we make some content? <laughs> I mean, all these things. Do we play well? And literally, literally zero of those things happened <laughs> because we were playing a gig in a sushi bar. Uh, I mean, oh, I, the, the PA I ended up catching on fire that they supplied us. No way. <laughs> not, not like full, like it was like smoking, like smoldering. We had to go down to this dingy, moldy basement to like drag it out. And the guys, you know, obviously, I mean, just a horrible fight with the ownership over us getting paid and we i think we walked away with like 30 bucks or something it, it was just no way but it man. gave you a story forever right yeah i mean it's not as you know prolific as getting flipped off by a a, 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 a mobile yeah. human not everybody not but everybody they all can't be singers right not everybody yeah. can wear these shoes. <laughs> so wait you have like a pre-gig ritual you... no it's not a ritual man it's just you know sometimes 
Is that just nerves or is that just, it, or is that adrenaline or is that? It's maybe a combination of whatever. It sucks. Is that often or is that, or is it getting better? Is it getting tempered? Oh, it's getting way better. It used to be awesome. Yeah. I haven't seen you do it in probably. Nah, man. It's been a It's been a minute. <laughs> so what do you mean? Like your nerves just get to you to be like years ago, like your nerves would just get to you. Yeah. And then how did you, but, but the strange thing is, is like the moment you take that stage, like it's gone, gone. gone. That's so weird. I don't think about a thing if I'm on stage. If it's a good show, I don't think about anything at all for like hour, hour and a half. So you, can you gauge how good a show is by how much of it you don't remember? Yeah. So if you get off stage and you're like, man, which is, I don't even yeah. know what happened. That oh, must have been a great all, show. I say that all the time. I'm always like, what happened? <laughs> so that's a good thing then. Okay. Cause I've been wondering about that. Sometimes. <laughs> you're like, man, <laughs> like you didn't really like, he doesn't remember that. Did I play that bad that he's just trying to put it out of sight, out of mind? Or, you know, but this whole time is a great thing, man. You could have done wonders for my self confidence over the past eight months. But so you just so you, it, depending on how good the show is, is like the more you forget, like the better it is. Well, it's not like I forget. I'm no, no, but it's more like because you're in the moment and you just let those moments happen and you kind of don't just dwell on them and you're just like move. You it's know, a very involuntary thing that happens when we go on stage. That's a weird, like, you know strangely euphoric type of thing it's the best feeling in the world totally it's like the uh, the musician's runner high it's great oh yeah like runners don't remember like you just ran 27 miles yeah they're like oh god I can keep on going you know yeah so yeah that's awesome so you guys have a uh little documentary about the uh, the making of the album who did time. this so how, how did that come about his name is, uh, <laughs> his name is garrett he has a name his who is name. this garrett he's uh he's how shall i meet him he's young he's still in college he's like a Wilkes where's he going guy. i think he's at wilkes really and, how old uh i don't know how old would you say garrett is i think fresh early 20s <laughs> yeah he's great he's i a, mean he's great he uh give my number I will. Yeah, I will connect you guys. Oh, you're just yeah, a giver. I just, um, I, that's online. I, it's, it's like online. 40, 40 minutes or something. No, it's three minutes. What the fuck did I see? Oh, <laughs> that was a, that was, that was another Dustin and, Douglas. That was, Douglas uh, I was on Pornhub, <laughs> dude. I'm so sorry. Oh bullshit! You know, sit through a whole 40 minute porn video. <laughs> I was on, I was on Red Tube on Fast Forward, Dustin. You, it was you so, skip around a little. Yeah, yeah. Who has that kind of time? You get to the best there, part. There's a lot of buffering. There's probably more buffering. I'm like, oh, talky, 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 quote unquote right. music, talky, talky, talky. Let's get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> but the documentary is, uh, it, it came out great. I just kind of wanted a short little process because we did the record you know totally different in, a, in an old church hmm. we did it ourselves a friend it was a very family kind of situation i wanted around our good friend james uh Yamaris, who's a crazy awesome engineer set up his rig in this church and we just went live was the church local yeah it's at the arts universe church i filmed the saints video there. yes exactly <clears throat> it's like a good a, sounded room there's rooms upstairs we didn't even utilize that big church room Oh, no shit, really? But we're doing a songwriter's thing there in like the week after the release show. Uh, me, Aaron Fink, Adam from Sue's, and Rob Brown are doing this thing in that room. So Yeah, that looks awesome. That looks like a really cool show. How, how did that come about? Um, Adam wanted to put together this acoustic songwriter's night. It's on a Thursday. It's early. How okay. long is it? How long is the show going to be? No, no, no. The, the songwriter's... 
Like what's your, your goal? Three hours, four hours, two hours for that night. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. I think we're just going to each do maybe a 45 and then we're going to come together and do a, a circle jam change. at the end. <laughs> <laughs> or Elephant walk, whatever, whatever you guys call it. You, you singer songwriter. <laughs> 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 oh man. You Is anybody recording that? Is anybody recording that? Yeah. I don't think so. Why? Oh man, business is being done. Just wondering. All right, cool. What day is that? <laughs> oh man, you're probably already doing something, man. So. No, 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 no. Wait. So, so your album's the 27th, and you said one week from then. It's right? like a week after. It's June third, second, because it's a that's Thursday. a Thursday. Yeah. What time's that at? It starts early. I believe seven o'clock. Dude, I'm seriously putting this in my calendar. Good, man. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean. We got lots of good music going on down the line. A lot, yeah. yeah, a lot of. So are you going to bring a uh, different kind of music to, to that? Because I'd admit you're, you're going to be on your own. So are you going to kind of mix up the songs that you usually do, play them a little differently? Are you going to do uh, something different for that? Um, No. I mean, there's a lot of songs that I don't necessarily play with the band now. That, mm. I've, that I've written that I've been on my past records that you know call for that kind of setting okay it's gonna be really cool to do them because I haven't done a lot of them in a long time so mm. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna relearn them <laughs> <laughs> and then uh play them and looking forward to it yeah. I know you had some uh in in you know to to get back to the the new album um I know you did the when we talked about the last one uh, you know, you had some kind of, uh, you know, running themes that weren't necessarily, uh, that, that kind of ran throughout each song, but, you know, weren't necessarily what the, the whole thing was about or whatever. Uh, what, what did you write about this time? Uh, what, what inspired you to, uh, to write the songs on this album, uh, from a lyrical perspective? Take out food. Um, it's honestly my version of blues lyrics 2.0 hmm. that worked there, right? I don't know what that means. I will concur with that statement. Okay. Yeah, it's, you know, I just wanted to go about it. not nothing too heady. You know? Okay. <clears throat> uh, just still, man, just, you know, the whole lyric thing is, a, you know, it's a totally different beast. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just good catchy stuff, you know, just speaking the truth. It's all I want to do anymore. Well, what's the point in lying? It's the truth as you see it. What? When you write, they always say, in, in my world, the writer writes the perfect world for them. Right. So, I mean, it's your, it's your <clears throat> point of view, right? Do you ever, do you ever do, do you ever do songs where you take an, an alternate my, point of view? Most definitely. I, it's not, it's, you know, a lot of my songs are not autobiographical. Yeah. So how do you, like, how do you, does it just like, it's just inspirato or do you say, I want to write a song from this point of view or uh, this person's perspective every, or every tune's different. Um, like Adam from Sue's writes like crazy, awesome lyrics about like stories and characters. Yeah. And it blows my mind because, you know, I'm a little more just, you know, not story oriented necessarily, you know, but there's so many different lyrics kind of lyric writers that's what makes it so awesome you know first person second person no person 
I mean, yeah, like you said, it 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 really pays homage to a traditional blues song where there's maybe one focal theme or lyric or hook, but it doesn't really expand upon that. It lets the instrumentation sort of do that for it for itself. So it's maybe not like a a story timeline that goes <gasps> starts in point A and ends at point B. It's again just creating a great s- song around a focal, you know, concept or like a, or a hook. So, so, so it's not about like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to write lyrics. I always thought lyrics was just like, yeah, whatever. you <laughs> So it's, it doesn't have to have like a beginning, a middle and an end. It just has to represent a moment. Most definitely. Yep. Oh, well, I just learned something new. You got a future career now. Now you know the, pl- now yeah, you know I'm just going to write, you know, the formula, bro. <laughs> But it doesn't need to start. It doesn't need to end. It just needs to be. Now we have to kill you. <laughs> and, and hit erase. <laughs> Steal your notebook. <laughs> so you guys are writing the music, then you're doing, you know, the lyrics kind of separately and then kind of, you know, bringing them back or whatever. For the most part. Yeah. So, so when, uh, so when you hear his lyrics, Matt, are, are you, are, do you play off that at all? Do you, do you, does, does it change your perspective uh, once the lyrics are in there? Does it, does it make you uh, play it differently than, than uh, maybe you, you would have before? Uh, not really. I mean, there might be a vocal melody, yeah. You know, versus mm-hmm. just, you know, the, the, the certain intonations that he's doing with his voice that I'll try mm-hmm. uh, comp or do something that's makes, you know, that's conducive to it. But to be brutally honest, and, and that's probably the unique thing about this record is I never really listened to lyrics before. Mm. Like, it's just a rule of thumb. I mean, as a as a music fan, as a listener, and even as a musician, I I really just focus on the interpretation and the, and the, and the vocal melody, if you will. I mean, my favorite tune, I probably couldn't sing past the first verse. I just, it's not something that I really process. And I was telling Dustin the other day, you know, listening to the the final masters, that it's probably the first time that I actually paid attention to all the lyrics. Mm. It was actually an interesting experience for me. I mean, yeah. It's so, uh, yeah, to answer your question, no, I, it doesn't really change anything for me because I really don't listen for them. I mean, there's been so many times where he's like, okay, when I say this and this, this is when we go to the, you know, the bridge or this is when we go to the chorus. And I'm like, well, I'm not really hearing the, the, the discrete words at all. I'm just sort of listening to the vocal melody. So, okay. uh, so it doesn't really change anything from a, from a verbiage standpoint. Uh, but, uh, this is a very, one of the few times where I have actually sat down and, and maybe it's because it's our album that I actually really dissected the words and, uh, yeah, there's good stuff in there. After all these years, you're finally like, oh, there's good stuff there. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, mean, I, I was in a shitty cover band in the early yeah. aughts. And, <laughs> and I never, like, we, we do covers and they're shitty and we were awful. But, you know, it wasn't like for like four years in where I'm like, oh, Black's about suicide. I did not know that. Yeah, and, I mean, it's really just how like my, my brain processes music. It, it processes. I don't. I don't. I don't see or hear lyrics. I right, just, exactly. There's something that just comes back out where it's like exactly. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm like I don't even know what that means. Like for example, my favorite song of all time is "Baby Baby" by Amy Grant. And baby, yeah. baby, right? And I can't get past that part right there. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, dun, 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 dun. can we rewind that for a second, though? Did you hear so you can hear say Amy Grant. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been through this before. This, oh, I, yeah, no. stop for a minute. Baby, 
Do you know what's a really underrated? I don't know if everybody knows this song. I, I keep listening to it. Did you ever hear My Father's Gone by Elton John? Ooh. We're both Elton John fans, but I don't think I know that. <gasps> After we're done. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give you that moment. <laughs> Very soon. Yes. Very soon. <laughs> Put on the chapstick. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> That's that sounds like a like a Silence of the Lambs kind of thing going on there. Puts the chapstick in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back my dog. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, Burt's Bees, you got yourself a, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes I like to give people chapstick that's actually analese. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not familiar with uh, said product, but uh, it's used for. What I, you well, think. I, I I think it's uh, you know. Self-explanatory. Through deductive reasoning, I, I Through deductive it. reasoning, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. But if someone uses it for chapstick, makes their mouth totally numb. It's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. I brushed my teeth once with like numbing tooth cream accidentally. Ew, really? Sure it wasn't anal knees? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it's an ollie. That, that was the other time. It's French. <laughs> Did you uh, really brush your teeth? Yeah, babe, you I left was, out the anal knees again in the, tooth, <laughs> the toothpaste. <laughs> You know, I thought it was the Colgate. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Man, you know I don't got my contacts in. <laughs> but it's more like, baby, why did you leave that out? I can't do anything. Baby. <laughs> baby, I love you. I love you, baby. You know, come over here, give me some sugar, baby. I need a bib and a maxi pad for my mouth. Why is this happening? Where's my guitar? I got a great song idea. With my guitar. <laughs> That's good. I brought us to this place. This is fun. I brought us here. Thanks again for having us, dudes. So, what's if if you could if you could give some inspiration or some words of advice to like the younger generations, the ones up and coming, you know, like that sixteen year old kid who's you know, like you can only imagine like Pat Flynn, you know, if he can't get a guitar part, just going home and beating the shit out of his guitar till he gets it. Cause that's just how the way he is. Well, that's how you and have to be. That's how, okay. So is there any word of advice or, or life experience that you could parlay to somebody who's, who's up and coming without being like cliche, like never give up, you know, is there one, the, I mean, the biggest one that you find out is like, you, you have to not, disregard the obvious that's a huge one you know sometimes you just don't want to do it because it's you've done it before or you know and people could really like read through bullshit just fucking play songs that you love or and if you're right you know just be honest if you're honest with yourself you're honest with everybody and they could see it but i mean it so don't i read i read a quote on facebook years ago and i know this is the worst way to kind of convey this segue anything but yeah <laughs> but but what it what it said was and I swear, I swear to god it was like one of my friends like 13 year old daughters it was like uh everyone's born an original most people die a copy that's heavy do your own thing don't try to mold yourself into you know what you think is the thing because I, I remember like you know when breaking ben hit it hit it big like every band tried to be breaking ben there was a lot of bands that sounded like that. Instead of just being like, just be you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you might like their music, but that's, that's okay. The, that's the only way that a band lasts is just by being true and doing your own thing. People aren't stupid, you know, and because they can pick it up, don't and you think? Even if, oh, totally, hundred percent. 
And if, you know, if you feel that your thing is not original, it probably is though. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's chances you're like thinking it, it, you know, just do what you do. So another thing, like don't overthink it. Most definitely. Matt done that enough. Yeah. I mean, right along with that, don't take yourself too seriously. Study it seriously, but don't take yourself seriously. It's a business. Yeah. Learn that business. I mean, to be brutally honest, I mean, that's what we want here. Yeah. yeah, brutal honesty. I mean, you are paying us one hundred and twenty-five dollars an hour to help you. So, I mean, I mean, brutal honest. We didn't run past the, the treasurer. No, man, I, we we're running out the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, brutal honesty. Um, I mean, I I think you know the number one thing for me is play with as many people as you can. Yeah, you know, don't 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 try to pigeonhole yourself into one style or one scene or anything. I mean, I don't think Dustin or myself would be half the players we are today if it wasn't for just like he said earlier just putting yourself out there and uh you know basically tasking yourself with you know performing play with yeah. people that surround yourself with people right. that are better than you i mean i've i've been fortunate enough my entire pretty much my entire career to play with people always better than me and at no point did, did i ever think i was the top dog in a band <laughs> or the greatest musician or or whatever it was it was but I, you know, that's where I get it. Like I, I, I'm a sponge. I like learning. I like taking new stuff in, new experiences, new approaches. And I, I think if, if you approach it as a lifelong student, there's no, there's no end. There's no, okay, now I'm a player. Now I'm a musician. Now I'm a bass player. Like I don't, I don't, I, I still don't even really think of myself as a musician at all. I'm just a guy that's, you know, trying to learn more and trying to, you know, get to the next imaginary level. So I mean, do you keep pushing the bar back just so you can never hit it, which makes you a lifelong student? No, I I don't think so. I mean, it's, like I said, there's no bar. It's it's it's, a, it's it's an abstract, imaginary thing. It's if you truly love something, if it's a passion of yours, you don't do it because of a destination you're looking for. You do it just because you enjoy it. You never peak. You just keep scaling the mountain. I mean, there's definitely things to be proud of. I think. Yeah, there's, I think there's, there's levels. Yeah, that, but that's not ego. That's just things where like you, there's nothing wrong with saying like I've accomplished something. No, I mean the ego. There, there's zero room for. <laughs> there's, like, as far as ego in like 2016 is concerned in the music industry, we are all struggling from the top tier down. You know what I mean? There's like no, too much ego, not enough ego. No, I just think there's no room for it anymore. There's no place. There's other things to worry about. No one's coming to shows. We have to put you know two huge bands together on the same ticket. You know it. There's so much to worry about. I mean, you you guys have been around it long enough, right? And I'm hijacking this, or am I doing all right? You're fine. Okay. You, I mean, you guys have been around long enough to see, you know, a flourishing music scene around here. And then all of a sudden it's like, man, how do we get anybody to come out? Yeah, what, what do you attest that to? I don't know. It's just, it, it does. I mean, is I'll it say, apathy or is it? I'll tell you right now, though, there's things brewing. <laughs> I just feel like there's just like this crazy awesome bands out there in this scene that are still just good things are happening i see at the few clubs that there are you know there's a lot of good bands so i don't know i think maybe it just takes time i think the times of the lulls are people figuring shit out yeah man it's just the, the natural ebb and flow of culture i mean things just change and progress over time and 
It's a pop. Everything is cyclical. I mean, yeah, it seems like it went away for a little bit compared to the '90s, and I, you know, to Dustin's point, I think it's coming back. I mean, maybe I'm just an optimist or whatever, but like I said, there's so many good musicians and so many good, so much good music being created here. I think it's just going to start spilling over in the next couple of years, and you know, we, we won't be a mecca, maybe per se, of music and culture, but. You know, a, you can at least be a blip on the radar. Exactly. People should come and, and spend some a weekend here and see what's going out going yeah, on. I mean, you know, that'll happen. You know, totally. What What's been the hardest part in just this creative endeavor of music? Not necessarily each band or or whatever. You mean like, like this like album maybe, or this project? No, no, or? no, no, no. Just like your your whole musical career so far. Like That's, what's what's been the thing where it's been like like sometimes you get hit in the front in the head with a frying pan. Sometimes you get like this epiphanal moment. Sometimes you have this moment of zen where you're like, you know, what's been the biggest? Well, maybe like there's a come to Jesus. Maybe there's it's heavy, but I mean, I think that like when you're younger, you put time limitations on things. I'm gonna do this by this and do this by this. It's not ever gonna happen that way, mm. you know. So, like the goal? You mean the goals? Yeah, I just <clears throat> you know, I just think like of, by 22, I'm gonna have my first platinum album. Well, by 27, stupid, stupid stuff like that. Right? Yeah, I think you, as you 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 mature, I think you realize that things happen organically and how they should. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's. Blech. You like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're doing so well, guys. And we're trying to do immersion therapy. <laughs> oh, trust me. Two I, girls, I, one cup did not go over well for you. Never seen it. <laughs> oh, that would be a disaster. I know the basic plot, I guess you would call it, of the, the video. Not sure. What so if we, clockwork, I if, if we clockwork oranged your eyes open, do you think? Oh, let's do it. <laughs> oh, Matt, would would you do it for like a charity? <laughs> for like, if we got like, if we got enough people to donate like five grand, would you give to like Children's Hospital in Philly or something? <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I got to pick the, uh, the charity. What charity would you pick? Oh, probably like a, like a, like a blue chip or SPCA. I'm a, I'm an animal lover. Are you really? Yeah. There you go. Oh, really? Because I just stepped in dog shit and I showed you that and it didn't work out too well. <laughs> no, you know, you know, on animals. You know, a animals have their limitations of cuteness. And uh, <laughs> at uh, some point, a dog is not cute. Well, so 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 for example, for example, like my my fiance and I, we have this we have this beautiful dog. Her name's Lulu. Boxer pit bull mix, and you know, I take her for walks and. Uh, you know, oh, do you have to do the the baggy? And you know, I don't want to be the you know that asshole guy. You know, being like, dog is shit. Well, it's, it's know, good for the grass. Good luck, who's ever you know beautiful tree lawn this is. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I get down there and I you know I'm just like, all right, hoo -ah. like you know get the plastic bag out of my, you know, uh, you know put my hand around it. You know, try try find. You my do hat. it inside out, right? Well, I mean, I mean, a plastic bag is there really any? Is there really a right side? Anyways, <laughs> I know that's like a, it's like an ex existential like question there. But uh, uh, so, if you were to see me walking this dog <laughs> that has just done her business, and I'm trying to pick it up like on the like with the plastic bag, I'm like it's this, it's this combination of like gagging, phlegm, tears, 
lot, lot, lots of tears as I, as, I, as I pick this bag up. And then I find, just try to find the next closest house that has a garbage can outside of it that I could just like go like, bloop, bloop, you know? Oh man! What are, we, wait, what, are we, what are we talking about? How do we even what happened? So what's okay? So what's the future? So so, so there's the album coming. Yeah, May twenty seventh. Um, record's gonna be released. We're doing a show that night at the River Street Jazz Cafe. And what's the name of the album? It's uh, self titled Dustin Douglas and the Electric Gentleman. And how many songs? Twelve. There's already too many words going on, so no need for another title. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys release a single yet? Not yet. Ooh, when's that come? Maybe very soon. I, I know of a great website you should probably drop it on. I, I think uh, we may. <laughs> <laughs> and then who's playing with you guys on the 27th? It's uh, Half Dollar, which is uh, my, my little brother's band. And then they're going to start the night off. So they start at 9 and then you guys, what, 1030? Yep. Are you doing like an hour set, 90 minute set? Man, I'm not there yet, dude. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What's wrong with you? It, w- it wouldn't matter if we, even if we told you, because uh, it's not going to stay that way. <laughs> the, if you want to know the, the the textbook Dustin, okay, if you want to what it's like playing in a band with Dustin, yeah, I mean lots of you know lots of amazing things, all this stuff, but to really put it in like one you know entity, it's okay. You know, right before the show, we get a set list which he made. We each get our copy of it. Cool. You know, we do our like one, two, three team thing, go out on the stage. We don't follow that set list, not for one tune. <laughs> right out of the gates, he goes like, yeah, just follow me. Just go, <laughs> goes into a tune, which is not number one. We're number two or rarely number three on the list. We go into it and then it's just, you know, but it, it's a beautiful thing. That's why, you know, you got to feel out the situation. What I said at the know? beginning. Well, I mean, it, that keeps you on your toes, don't you think? It, it's great. I mean, it, Keeps me on my toes. <laughs> well, cause, cause you're the one going like, <laughs> like, do you write it going like, I can't wait in like 20 minutes to fuck no, these guys. No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, no, it's, no, it's, it's not, what, but what gauges you on seconds. changing it? Like the moment you get out there, like, do you feel a vibe or do totally. you go like 110% and you just trust your gut with like, this is, this is totally wrong. This was, a, this was a good guideline, but now we're just going to. We're going to fuck with it. And then, you know, sometimes we'll hop back in there. We're like, oh, well, we just played these three in a row. I didn't realize that they were sort of in the set list, in the set list, <laughs> consecutive one after another. So we sort of followed it, but everything else is, but that, but that's the, you know, you know, like you guys were saying, that's the beauty of, of a life setting is, you know, you, you, you play off each other, you play off the audience and, uh, I'm sorry about the click track comment. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm no really, click yeah. track. <laughs> that's cool. And, no, that's uh, cool. and you know, that's what we, you know, we try to accomplish with the recording of this album and what we continue to do. So in our, in our live shows, do you want to ask a question? Well, I'm, I'm good. I don't know if there's anything else you guys more. wanted to get into. You want, you want to, you, I have you like gotta... 17 more. All right. All right. Keep going. So what, so the album gets released. Yes, sir. On May 27th. Yes. That's your launch. Mm-hmm. And then what what happens after that in the interim? Because I'm assuming 3.0 is down the road. Oh yeah, I mean there's definitely some good stuff coming up. We uh, we're doing Briggs Farm Blues Festival, which is pretty I've been cool. to that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. Be cool. Yeah, that's a really cool show. <clears throat> um, we're glad to be back there. Well, it's actually the first time with this lineup, so we're glad to be there. 
But yeah, lots of shows. Summer's booked pretty good. So yeah, it's lots of things up our sleeves though. It's gonna be. And where about like are you going? We're going around places in a circle, just going. 360 blindfold <laughs> Dustin Douglas brings you the 360 tour <laughs> didn't you two already do that yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't running around that circle stage You're like dude he didn't he didn't move at all went to go see Dustin he didn't move <laughs> I mean his feet were moving but he just he ended up in the same spot every time I don't think he like like a, why'd they build that like a walkway on that stage like from the airport nobody know? told him <laughs> I'm used to a square. Yeah, I am not, this. or a rectangle. I am not moving anywhere else. Any shapes without sides confuse me. Octagon, oh, octagon, bra. I don't even know what I would do with all that space. You'd have to. You're. Do you, do you prefer to have like a wireless pack, or do you want to be wired in? No wireless pack. So how are you going to do it? I would do it with the longest cable ever. <laughs> <laughs> like three three guys are operating still... it. Like, you know, like a bride going down the aisle. They're like, sure, you know. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. They just got this cable, this big ass. Like, no, what people. if we have like, what if you have like one of those, uh, those, no, no, no. Like the thing is on the back that okay. as you're walking away, like it'll unwind. Uh, like a retractable. Closer, yeah. It'll start winding back up again. It's like what the parents do for the little kids. The yeah, 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 yeah. Like Simon. And you know, my name is Simon. Yeah, I like to do drawing. Thing. Yeah, that's exciting. That's a good idea. We could do that instead of wireless. It's usually, you know what it is? It reminded me of, if you ever see the movies with like the World War II bomb guys that are like crawling in the trenches, they had the cable on their back as they're going out. Right? (laughs) Like poor Steve. He shouldn't be doing this. Poor Steve. (laughs) Dustin in the trenches. That's exciting, man. I'm really excited. I'm going to go to the show. You go to the show with me? We're going to have a good time. You going to go? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. And then we'll talk after this about the things, many the things thing afterwards. Yeah. Much, um, much good things happening. So what was that? That was June 7th? 2nd. June 2nd. Yeah. Um, and who's playing? Who's, is, who's singer songwriters? It is. Well, it's uh, Adam McKinley and James Yamaris present um, myself, Aaron Fink, Adam McKinley and Rob Brown. So you probably do like three forty fives and then all come together. Four forty fives. Four forty fives because I went to public school. Mine's gonna be forty seven. Five minus one. Mine's gonna be forty seven and a five half. Five minus one. And then what? You guys will all come together. And now is it acoustic, electric, both? It's acoustic, I believe, primarily. So it, so we'd need and then what? Four mics at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be set up really cool. And so cool. we need an eight channel board. Sure, man. <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud. I love it. I might have ideas. There's good things happening, man. Okay. You want to get the last word? Sure. You guys want to participate? Yeah. Yo, I'm not going to lie. I never held in pee this long in my entire life. Do you want to go pee-pee real quick? No, man. We could just keep I going. just really wanted to say pee-pee. Let's just go. <laughs> yeah, let's he's, just keep moving. No, he's Poo-poo. good. I thought he was going <laughs> to pee-pee. <laughs> All right, let's the last word. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Well, I want to I want to keep it lighthearted this time instead of, uh, you know, misery. Yeah. <laughs> instead yeah, of usually, us, instead of us crushing Internet trolls. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's usually what we do in, in this segment, because, you know, it's it's uh, you, you ignore those people most of the time. So it's kind of a nice, you know, uh, outlet to just you know, go off on some of those people. Oh, God. We, they're they're very they, to be fair. They are very rare. Most most of our audience is is really cool and they they love what we do. And. Uh, we get, you know, compliments every day and, and uh, you know, good, 
good uh, social media traction on a lot of what we do. So I can't complain, you know, but every once in a while, usually on the stuff that we do, that's a little more serious, uh, you know, like we have uh, the only LGBT column in the area at all that covers those issues whatsoever in any media outlet around here. And uh, we always get, you know, stuff like that. Of course, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did the uh, transgender bathroom, you know, debacle. It's just taking over <laughs> politics, unfortunately. And Don't we have more important things to worry about? That's what I always say. Actual real issues that, you know, affect real it's people. Real quick question. Yeah. Nobody has to answer this, but real quick question. Did you ever party in the woods? Of course. Did you ever have to make a pee-pee in the woods? I got to make a pee-pee right here on this Go cow. take a pee-pee. <laughs> but, but did you ever care who the hell was around you when you had to take your pee-pee? Of course. Who gives a shit? Exactly. Yeah. Why don't we well, worry about the deficit? <laughs> it's it's a law to fix a problem that doesn't exist. No, you know what it does? It distracts you from the real issues. Yes, sir. Yeah. And it's, it's bullshit. Yep. Absolutely. If I'm in a ba- if I'm in a restroom and male, female, can, transgender walks in, I I don't care. And if it's a creep, they're going to come in there anyways, regardless on what this what the symbol is on the fucking bathroom. I, I'm I'm a, I, I'm a little too busy just trying to get my business done and get out. I mean, I don't like public restrooms to begin with. So oh, if I'm in there, I a woman them. walks in. I, if I'm in there, and a woman walks in. I turn around and I go, "Oh, you're here to pee too." <laughs> All right, good, great seeing you. I'm not hyped up on the side of the damn thing, looking like I see you pick a pee pees. Don't don't go in number three. No, no. That's that's one that's an after Chinese food. Give it ten minutes. <laughs> All right. So what's your so, positive? So I'm so I, I, I'm keeping it positive by uh just, I just want to talk about the the Scranton Comic Con, which was a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's not uh something that a lot of people cover. It's not a lot of it's it's uh it's a lot of the same people that show up every time. But it's it's something I've been going to as a kid, and I've always really enjoyed it. And I wrote about this a couple of years ago, and it because it always comes around the time uh, they do a spring and a winter one, and the spring one is usually around the time that they do uh Wizard World Philadelphia, which right. Uh, you know, it's a much uh, bigger event. It's more corporatized and that sort of thing. And you have big guests and stuff there. Uh, we hope to at least cover uh, one of the days there this weekend because uh, a good... Is it this weekend? Uh, no, it's a couple weekends ahead. It's uh, the first week of June, actually. And they have uh, uh, the the like good portion of the cast of Civil War there. They have, you know, Captain America. In Philly. Uh, they have Falcon. They yeah, have, that's not here. <laughs> yeah. No, it's in Philly. And and it's it's a it's a cool event and it's nice to get into uh, from a press perspective and everything. You don't really get a lot of time with the, the bigger guests and stuff like that in terms of interviews and stuff. It's not like that sort of thing uh, unless you're, you know, I guess uh, one of the, the huge media outlets or whatever. But you do. Uh, they're, they're really accommodating with 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 uh, with press and stuff. But you hear a lot from fans who are just kind of turned off by the the gigantic prices that can can continue to go up year after year, and they kind of gouge you for uh, you know anything. You know, and if, if you want to scribble on a piece of paper, it's you know fifty to a hundred dollars. For wanna, Chris Evans to sneeze in your face, it's a hundred bucks. Yeah, if if you want your picture with them and stuff like that too, where where you you basically have to you can't go for a day. You got to pay for the whole weekend because if you go for a day, you're going to spend half the day in line waiting to to meet that person or to get that two seconds with you know whatever celebrity. I thought you were being positive. This sounds miserable. <laughs> no, I'm getting to the positive okay. part. So uh, you know it, it's 
I, I can see both sides of it. I mean, obviously, you know, the if you want to bring in big guests, you know, and make money and stuff like that, you know, you I think have a lot to, of their money's going to charity. You have to accommodate those sorts of things. And yeah, if, if they're the bigger uh, Hollywood people, I can't imagine that Chris Evans really needs that money, you know, necessarily. You know, so there, you know, some of the 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 smaller guests who maybe are in you know a couple of cult movies or something like that. Yeah, that's probably what they do for a living right. now. So you know, they might need the twenty bucks for the the autograph. But sure, uh, you know, a lot of the the bigger guests, I don't know don't think necessarily need that but it's cool to just be in the room with them you know go to a panel and you know see them right there and stuff like that it's it's you know that that part of it's fun but i really like the the scranton comic-con it doesn't have any sort of thrill thrill thrilling uh, uh programming or uh frills or any of that kind of stuff it's just it's it's a bunch of tables with you know comics and merchandise and whatever and people hanging out and just talking comics and having a good time and stuff like that and it's when uh, is this well, it, it it just just passed over the the, the past weekend. Oh, good! So I have fifty mo- one more weeks to get ready for it. <laughs> well, they uh, they do one in in uh, November as well. So. Twenty six. Hmm. Twenty six more weeks to get yeah. ready for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but it's it, I, I I just like going because it's it's cool to be able to talk to those people and and you know hang out whatever even if you don't buy anything you just kind of you know hang out and talk to people or whatever. It's but, good nerd camaraderie. You know, uh, Jason Remiller was on the podcast last week and uh, yeah, you thanks know, for replacing me with that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, he was uh, he was a little surly as you would usually expect Jason to be. Oh, he's like a he's like a pit bull eating more mayonnaise, <laughs> and, and he can be a lot of times. But when you see, when when you see him at that. It's a totally different ball game. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. He's just Jay so actually ha- smiles. Yeah, he smiles. He's Jesus. very happy. It's 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 a good time. So his Zoloft is the Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, That's pretty good to know. Pretty much. So then we we uh, we waited till the end because uh, at four o'clock they do like the big door prizes because they do them you know throughout the the you know throughout the day but then at the end they they kind of save the big ones and I've been going to this thing since I was a fucking kid and I've never won a door prize and I finally won one yeah. this time. What did you win? Dun, 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 dun. Uh, th- a weekend stay at Cove Haven. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, they they don't they don't have anything that big, but uh, you know it, a one day stay at <laughs> In fact, my my one gripe about the door prize that they always do is the wrong things always go to the wrong people. You know, it's like oh here here's a here's a uh, you know six year old adult male here you get the, the the this this little playset for little kids. You know, like that's what they end up winning. And then like the the, the this little kid won a a graded uh, Daredevil comic that you know like it, I think it was the first appearance of the hand or something like that if you've seen daredevil season two then right then he went home and ate ice cream with it yeah he probably yeah. just ripped it right out like how i can't read this because it's sealed up and everything so he probably ripped it open so your nerd heart exploded so, yeah yeah, yeah. At, at seeing that but i, I want to you might have uh, made a 2.0 <laughs> <laughs> I might have. I might have. So I won an original sketch uh, by Tom Derenick, who is oh, that's cool. He's a local guy uh, who works for DC Comics. Uh, he does a lot of really uh, big titles. Uh, he he did the uh, Injustice Gods Among Us comic and and a bunch of stuff. Really cool guy. Uh, he's always at these events. He d- he does a lot of signings at uh, Comics on the Green in Scranton and stuff. So uh, I got a Batman sketch from him, which Jason was very jealous of and, and let him be. <laughs> well, he already has one that's very similar to it. He so needs to learn he that he can't anyway. catch flies with vinegar. <laughs> 
but it's uh, wait wait you can't yeah no. uh, the the reason I'm I'm even saying all this is just because I, I I think it's important to uh you know you see so many of these these events and things like that and I think it applies to all arts and entertainment really when it comes to concerts or whatever else you can pay you know a hundred dollars to see Bob Dylan in a giant arena setting with you know echoey sound and and sit there and and you know he's a little dot and you know you're playing with your phone or whatever and he doesn't move yeah or you can go you know pay five bucks for a show you know at a concert down the street at a little you know little venue and have a complete blast and have a, a really memorable time that's going to stick with you for a long time and i think the same thing kind of applies you know it's it's it doesn't matter uh how much you pay or how big the guests are or how big the 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 performance artist is or anything else it's a matter of you know what you put into it and 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 what you want out of it and i i think uh you know little stuff like this like the the, the scranton comic-con it's five bucks to get in and i always make sure that i pay that five bucks uh because it's, well, it's otherwise you're a thief <laughs> well <laughs> you know you can you can wave the the press badge around and that sort of yeah, thing no, but i think it, you're a supporter at sir. the end You've of the day I, I think i think it's important to support stuff like that because it could go away at any time you right. know if 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 uh, uh, Joe figured who, who puts it together every year and has put it together every year since I was a kid. Uh, I don't want him to feel old or anything, but, uh, you know, to, to still be doing it all these years later, uh, and, and it, it's not some huge event that he's making tons of money off of or anything like that. Uh, you know, I, I think is is a testament to just how much these guys care and they love it and they want to keep doing it. And the same with a lot of the uh, musicians around here or anything else. You know, maybe they're not making, uh, a, you know, a ton of money every gig or whatever, but they're putting their heart and soul into it. And it's worth uh, it's worth coming out and supporting. So I think it's uh, that that's kind of the overall message. And I want to just throw in that uh, just completely random uh, since since uh, we didn't really talk about social Are you coming media out? much. No. <laughs> Sorry. Bum, 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 bum. I've been. I, I, I've. Bum, 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 bum. Cha, cha, cha. It's okay, man. I've been married for over a year now, so I was just I wondering if you were coming little, out as. I thought you were wondering if coming out as being like a DC guy. I'm just. Oh God, no. Yeah, I was just wondering. Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, I like that Batman sketch and everything, but no. Sorry, make mine Marvel. So what's the what's the completely off topic? <laughs> thing that you just want to say uh bob saget re- retweeted us so i wanted to yeah. thank bob bob saget retweeted you because <laughs> yeah. he's doing a show at, at sans bethlehem and so I, I just thought that was that, that, that was great like that just made my day i saw him there like a year ago what did yeah. he say yeah. i saw him did he go there. thanks rich <laughs> no no he just he just retweeted a link that uh did he even type anything he just hit retweet i think so but what a lazy the, saget. The, the fact that he did <laughs> A lazy sagat of, of Bob. I guess I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he's one of the most fucking Rich profane. <laughs> I saw I saw him a couple of years ago and he was hysterical. Oh yeah, he's so foul. It's great. <laughs> yeah, Bob Saget's cool. Is that it? That's it. Yeah, guys. Dustin Douglas, the Electric Gentleman. Yeah. Hey, May twenty seventh. Wait, let me also say that the, the reason that Tommy <laughs> Tommy is not here is because he's playing a cruise and he's in like the Bahamas right now. Oh, oh what a wow. dick! He texted us before. Where was he at? He was like in the Bahamas uh, or some uh, shit. Some we're we're having work. we're having the manic depressive. We're working and bipolar weather, right. and he's down on a freaking cruise. So. <laughs> Just like to let them yeah, know. Probably, well, you know what he, you know what he, you know what he didn't get to do tonight? Laugh. So that's true. Let him have it. I mean, yeah. 
laughed. I'm sure he laughed. <laughs> so the CD is going to be on Maybe. iTunes, Amazon, yeah, so all that. All the major retailer online things. 12 songs, nine ninety nine. Yeah. Also available locally at your uh, yeah, gallery, gallery Sound. Sound yeah. And, uh, Good for them, musical man. Energy, awesome. Musical Round. It'll be available all, all around. So you guys excited for the future? I'm very yes. excited. I definitely am. Good. Definitely am. Awesome. Future is good. <laughs> yeah. They should make that t-shirt for you. <laughs> Future <laughs> is good. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> thank, thank you guys for having us. Man. Thank you yeah, so nice much for being for here. Great, we had a great time. Rock and roll, man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>